Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Let's start the episode with, you know, plans for bumper stickers um, that are card slingers, coast to coast, podcast specific, and also where Jamie is ticklish. And maybe we can make a contest. You know, I, (laughs) I feel like that's objectification, but I can't fucking (laughs) figure out how. So maybe it's a king thing. I don't know. Well, I know we have two, um, at least two bumper stickers. One of them was me, uh, you know, one of them's definitely me saying, you know, I like your pants. Yeah. <laughs> and pants, you know, because either in, the, in any listen, sense, Britain or American Because sense. it was the most fucking Jamie comment. At, and we're all like just chilling, just hanging out on the couch. And the pizza person comes and I let the dog out and, you know. Hillary gets the place and Jamie goes down to greet the stranger, the stranger at the door, the absolute stranger she's never met before at my house while she's visiting. She's talking to a stranger. So she opens the door and the pizza person presumably says, hey, I hope you're not a goddamn weirdo. And Jamie says, ha ha, fooled you. I like your pants. Like really loud. <laughs> well, well, I know. So I just, it was just, but it was stateable. Just, conversation. I like your pants. In a breaking conversation, so that it sounded like you're screaming at this pizza person who is a stranger to you. I'm loud. And you I'm know what? It's just weird. trying to get a good tip. Oh, it was great. <laughs> That's all. Well, the thing is, is that I, I still say that if I see a pair of nice leggings or, you know, pants um, or like how we posted on Twitter that one time, somebody was like, are we talking British pants? Because that's underwear. I'm like, hey, if you show me your underwear Listen. and I like them, I might just say you have good pants. So yeah, yeah I like yeah. a good pair of pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. What episode are we recording again? I don't even know. <laughs> this is the her to do to do this episode. The how do we do this? How do we do this? How do we do this? So who's going first? Did we decide it's Hillary, isn't it? Sure. No, no. <laughs> well, I think, okay, I so think, it's honestly, I think it should be Melissa that goes first because she's the one that put this whole thing together. She's anyway. the one. Mm. Well, let's introduce it though first because way uh, way back Jamie in the do spring, yeah. we we put out a call for listener questions for the her to do to do this the how do we do it episode which is every time you do that i hear a rooster and then i start thinking about my favorite disney movie which is robin hood because it's got and now and it just makes me really happy do you know how many people um have admitted to me their their first ever crush is on the robin hood from robin hood i mean however many plus me yeah I'm saying. Um, anyway, <laughs> well, this is hi everybody. This is great, isn't this? No, yeah. So yeah, the, uh, I'm gonna say it one more time. The her to do this episode. The how do we do this episode? Uh, and listeners of Critical Role might understand uh, the her to do this, but that's okay. So yeah, last spring we put out a call for your listener questions on Twitter, and we got a, a bunch of responses, and we picked one of them. Dun da da da. And so I'm going to go ahead and read the email. This is from G. Hi, Cardslingers. My name is 
G, and I'm a big fan of your podcast. I've been reading mostly for myself for about 10 years now, but I've never had a professional read for me. Regardless of the question you choose, I'm interested in seeing your different approaches to a reading. So like most people in the pandemic has really worn me down, but I was uh, managing well enough until November. After that, stress from the election, holidays, working retail, we, we feel for you in a pandemic. Can't, I just, yeah. And being short-staffed at work had me mentally and physically exhausted. So then to top things off, my grandmother entered hospice and passed away a few days ago. And we are very sorry to hear that. I feel like I can't quite get my footing. My question is, what do I need to do to work towards finding some peace or balance. Thank you for the opportunity. So thank you to everybody that did send your questions. Thank you, G. And how we're going to do this is, I guess, you know, Melissa's going to go first and she's going to give you a like up to 10 minute reading. And then Hillary and I will vibe or step back or push each other over the line to read for you next. In any case, all three of us are going to kind of tackle on the question, my, how do you need to work towards finding some peace or balance? So first of all, I, I think that I feel, I feel the need for, you know, me and Jamie and Hillary, if I could speak for all of us that man, everybody's lost somebody, you know, like yeah. I went to a memorial service that, you know, the, the fellow passed away in January and everything is all fucked up and weird now. And there's a lot of loss going on. So I just want to like, remind you guys that we're all going through this together and you're not alone. And even though it feels like you are sometimes, you know, we're still here for you. We got your back. Yeah, we do. And, um, and we're going to get, we're going to be okay. Yeah. And this, this reading, the reading, the reason why we chose this particular question is because we didn't pick it out of a hat. We looked at all of the questions that got submitted and we thought that this would be the best question for all of us to answer because, you know, again, like Melissa said, a lot of people are going through a lot of the same common threads, themes. Um, So we thought that this would be the most helpful question to answer. So if it resonates with you, this is not just for G. This is, if you're hearing it, it resonates for you. This is your reading too. All righty. So Jamie, can you give me a tiny look? Because as we were talking and mm-hmm. I have the memory of a fruit fly, could you repeat like a summary of the question real quick? Yeah. And then I will pull my cards. I'm going to do three. Gotcha. Yeah, I was probably going to do three as well. So the Bobby question Kat. the question is, yep. what do I need to do to work towards finding some peace or balance? Mm. what you're hearing is me shuffling the cards um, i usually if i'm reading for other people i usually shuffle them three times and then i split the deck between my hands and i put them in order like that so um and then i pull off the top and i read them like this like i pull them out of my hand facing me and i put them face up so no so, flipping happening no i don't do any of that mm-hmm. you know why because I forget which goddamn way it was pointing. So <laughs> anyway, so I pulled three cards. Okay. One of them is the five of cups and it's upside down. And the other is the knight of cups. And these are showing like kind of what's going on now with you. And the knight of cups is also upside down. 
And it's the five of cups is already sad, but when it's up to, upside down, it's like you're sad and you lose the earth from under your feet. The sadness is permeating through everything and you can't quite find the source of the sadness. So how do you heal yourself in the middle of a place that you can't stop the bleeding because it's, it's global? You can't put your hands over it because the wound is so big that your hand doesn't even cover a tiny little spot. The, the awful part is, I don't fucking know. But that's the question that I'm hearing. And then it's next to the Knight of Cups, who's upside down. And our Knight of Cups is usually our stalwart. Like, listen, there's a fucking silver lining. Everything is going to be okay. Not today. Not with this. And I think that that's a really difficult life lesson to live through. And we all fucking get to do it right now. And bonus, we get to layer on top little mini nightmares in the midst of our global trauma. Like my husband just broke his fucking leg while I'm having heart problems in the middle of a pandemic. The last call it hard that I pulled was the moon. Okay. And I think it means that we find our balance when we meet the center of our fear. When we find that thing that scares us the most and we sit down with it and we hold its hand and we tell it that we love it and that we're going to be there for it. Right. So my biggest fears right now are for my health. So I made a will. And I talked to my friends about what happens if I die. And I talked to my husband and I made it less scary by crossing every T and dotting every I that I could. Then it sounds morbid and fucked up, but I feel so much better now because that was the scariest thing is that I leave and my kids and my guy and what's going to happen. And now I, I know what's going to happen and I fixed everything that I could. So in this context for your reading First of all, me too. And Jamie and Hillary too, all of us. Yeah, me too. And the way that we're going to get there is by figuring out what our fear is and embracing it and sitting with it until the fear turns into love. And instead of holding our fear, we're holding ourselves. Mm -hmm. Then then we can build from that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, that's so, that's so, that's so much. And it's so big, but it's so good. And now here's Hillary. The question is, what do I need to do to work towards finding some peace or balance? Now here's the interesting part. Um, so I shuffled while you were reading it before mm -hmm. in total. Um, and I already pulled my cards, um, because I didn't want to be influenced by what Melissa said for her reading or what you said for your reading if you went before me um, so that I had my cards already ready. However, mm -hmm. my cards seem to be resonating with um, what Melissa's basically summation is. Um, and interestingly, I got all reversals. So to me, when I get a bunch of reversals and I pulled four cards because the first card um, that came out when I was shuffling is a jumper card. Um, so go back to that episode we talked about on jumpers or stalker cards. I think it was called CSI Tarot. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to know about <laughs> how I read those, but I'm just going to tell you. Um, so I got the six of cups reversed um, as the jumper card. And I know that you got the five of cups reversed, mm -hmm. right? So I just laughed. <laughs> Quietly to myself when quietly I quietly and respectfully, quietly serious. and respectfully chuckled. Um, but yeah, all four cards are reversed, and to me, it's the 
I understand the question is motivated by a need to get out there and do something, but maybe that's not how you're going to find the balance is not by doing anything, but by being receptive, by accepting that there are things that are going to be happening that are outside of your control and just not necessarily being okay with it, but finding a certain understanding in what is yours to control versus what isn't yours to control, first of all. And that's just from all of the cards coming up reversed. To me, that's an indication of, are you in the driver's seat of the situation or are you in the passenger side? And you're in the passenger side right now. Okay, so individually, um, we have the six of cups reversed. We have the seven of swords reversed. So to me, that's, you can't clever your way out of this. You can't logic your way out of this. It has to be felt emotionally, deeply in your body. Um, you've got the queen of swords reversed. You've got the 10 of cups reversed. So all of that is be in your feelings, feel your feelings. Don't try to logic your way out of it. Don't try to reason your way out of it. And know that sometimes with the 10 of cups coming up reversed as the outcome card, you know, it's not necessarily looking for the happy ending or the silver lining. Again, something that Melissa stated, you know, sometimes it's not a silver lining that we're looking for. It's about being realistic about what your feelings are right now and honoring them and not pushing through as quickly as possible because then the lesson's not going to be learned and you're probably going to end up having to repeat it instead of truly integrating it. So. Hillary Perry Haggerty, ladies and gentlemen, showing <laughs> the reason that she's on my goddamn show. <laughs> Listen. What you didn't hear was me like doing every way to go gesture I can remember from the Arsenio Hall show. That's how <laughs> yep. old I am. Who, 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 that? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, do you know, I love so much about Hillary's reading versus my reading is that Hillary's reading was very like, here's a thing and this is why this is a thing. Whereas my thing was more like, beat poetry or I guess I just went on at the mouth but I like that that you gave that kind of and here's why and here's where we are with that and here's how it's gonna like mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. tangents that you put together are just fucking god you're good um also I wanted to say for the six of cups coming up reverse too it's like stop beating yourself up about you know, I'm I like, I don't know I don't know, you know, like I've never dealt with this before, honey, none of us have yeah None of, none of us have dealt with it before because the six of cups to me when it's upright is about like nostalgia and the past and trying to think of a simpler time or whatever. But with it being reversed to me, it's just like, there hasn't been a time like this before in our lifetimes. So you don't have a, a user manual for this. So don't beat yourself up about it. I like that. Okay. So that's my reading. Now it's Jamie's turn. Jamie, what do you have to say? Well, so this is going to be different than like a one-on-one -on -one session with me because usually we spend some time talking about this. But since we've got a little bit of that beforehand, I'm going to try and do my best to answer the actual question of what do I need to work towards finding some peace or balance? And typically I start with a three-card read and I have been shuffling, shuffled before this episode and I've kind of been shuffling between the readings. So I'm going to pull one off the top. 
I'm going to pull one off the middle and I'm going to pull one off the bottom because it's fun to show people or other readers that you don't have to pull off the top all the time. You can pull wherever spirit universe guides you to. So first card is the Ace of Cups. Yeah, this is overwhelming. You know, this is a huge, huge thing in your life. And I know you asked the question a couple of months ago. However, it's still big. It's still poignant. It's still fresh, especially now we have the Delta variant in. This is still a, one of those tenuous emotional times. It, I don't, you know, it's just, it is, it's still exhausting. So it's okay to feel that overwhelm. And it's okay to wake up every day to still feel like it's new and fresh that ace, that it's the beginning, you know, we're still kind of in beginnings, even when we think we might end flip, you know, the next day we hear another death, another issue, another incident. So right now that whole overwhelm is kind of uh, clouding what's going on in the world. And it's really taking away our capacity for capacity for doing work for, being able to stay up and watch a Netflix after night or something, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to bed early. I don't know about anybody else, but you know, it's, it is, it's overwhelming, and overwhelming. The next thing we get is the King of Wands. And I will say this, I don't read with reversals in my private practice. And I know I've said this before and before. So all these are just straight up, right? The King of Wands is a master. It's a master of their passion. So when you're in a state of overwhelm and you don't know what to do, look towards what um, brings you pleasure, what small, it could be even small things like a book or a bath or some small activity that's like, I'm doing this for me. This is going to raise my energy level or the fire within, because to me, wands is fire. It's all about finding that space, that little space. It doesn't have to be something big. Um, I'm yeah. saying that this might hurt deck. And this, the person that you um, asked the King of Wands is holding a wand next to a fire and just sitting and enjoying it. They're not off on some crazy adventure. They're not riding a motorcycle. They're just enjoying a moment. Mm-hmm. So from the overwhelm, sometimes what I call it, it's containering. You know, you carve out a small box and you own it. Whether that's your room or, you know, something, again, your work or something, something small that brings you some delight, capture that and work towards that. And if you're able to do that, oh, I love this. We're ending this whole, like, readings, all three, with the nine of cups. Oh, again, there are. I love the nine of cups because it is kind of that triumphant thing. There is that, that some sense of, you know, satisfaction of putting in the effort of doing what you want to do and of knowing that the end is almost here. And I, you know, it, I don't know how long that's going to be between the, the three cards but if you're doing everything right, you're staying safe, you're protecting yourself, you're honoring your space and, you know, that fire that, you know, uh, uh, you know, that little fire that you're growing inside of you, it will keep growing, it'll keep coming out. And then you'll be able to display all those feelings you have. You'll feel mm. more normal, which to me is kind of like uh, nine of cups energy. It's, yeah, it is. It's, it's that re- comfort. It's soup. Mm-hmm. It's fucking soup yeah. in those cups. 
yeah, that they're, you know, in the right or way, you got the dude sitting, you know, in front of his sitting nine cards going, look at what I've done. I made chili for my whole family and it's in these bowls behind me and they're going to come and hang out. <laughs> nice timing. I have on their a lot part. of teenagers yeah. in my house. <laughs> hey, no, that's perfect. Hey, I mean, kiddo, you were just on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, and, and part of my reading style is taking in some of this stuff. So I love that the kids were, yeah, and they had no idea what they were talking about this. Use, yeah. use this excitement from the psychic link kids that, you know, popped into my reading to, to know that you'll get through this, that, you know, your your the the memories of your grandmother, and I'm going to go ahead and start pulling out Hillary's reading and Melissa's reading because sometimes that's also fun to do. Six mm. of Cups RX, you know, even though that's reversed upright, it's remembering remembering family, yeah. remembering the good times, pulling in that five that yes, you know, depression sucks, depression lies, this fucking pandemic sucks. However, the five in that is also showing that it's not the end. You know, if you look mm -hmm. at the numbers in tarot, tens the ending. And I pulled a nine of cups. So you're kind of been, you know, running around this. Yeah. And Hillary pulled the 10 of cups. So it's just around yeah. the corner. Yes. You know, there's stuff that we still have to deal with. I mean, oh God, I hope you can get out of retail because I can't imagine. I mean, every time I go to the store, I'm ultra, ultra nice because I can't imagine. Dude, I only do Instacart because my soul cannot handle being in a store right now. So I can't imagine, well, that and my back hurts all the time, but I can't imagine mm. being in a place that people all the time. And I, my heart goes out. Yeah. This is where I, why I always tip like 4,000% because someone is taking a hit for me. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so thanks to everybody who is helping out folks with disabilities and uh, folks who are having anxieties going outside by, by doing Instacart and Uber and all that stuff and making our lives easier. I wish you made a million dollars an hour. Anyway. I love, I love Jamie's reading about, you know, like the King of Wands and, you know, it doesn't like him sitting by a fire with a wand. It may not be the most dynamic of King of Wands as an example, but it's just the simplicity of the hearth fire, the warmth, you know, the enjoyment, like that's, a, that's been like my big issue with self-care lately is it like people think it has to be a tremendous thing, like going out for a spa day and doing this and spending a million and one dollars on like a gold facial. No, it's about, you know, making time for the things that matter to you that bring mm -hmm. you pleasure and bring you joy. You know, it, it can be a nice pen and some stationery that you decide to write letters to your friends and like mm -hmm. restart a pen pal thing that used to bring you joy when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. Can I give a shout out to Sugar and Sloth? They're a company from England who does, we're going to put her in the liner notes. Anita is the owner of this business. Um, and she uh, is, it's a woman owned business and she just, she makes things that just fucking make people feel better. Like there, I have one that I'm sending to Courtney Weber because she commented on it when I posted it, but it's a little badger with a yellow scarf riding a unicorn and it says oh, majestically awkward. Oh my God, that's amazing. So she's going to love that. Yeah. Sugar and Sloth is this great company in, um, in England and it's woman owned and Anita is the person who owned it and she makes the most beautiful, like cheering up but not stupid and cheesy stickers and other things like 
I bought one for my front window and it basically just says everything's going to be okay. And it's just a big window cling. So I can't wait till that gets here. But anyway, it just, it just makes me feel better. I, I write my friends letters and I put stickers on them like I'm 12 and it just makes me happy. Right. So I, and I think, little things. I think that's, that's a big message, mm-hmm. not only in Jamie's reading, but all three of our readings is to do the things that bring you joy, that bring you happiness. And I know it seems kind of cliche, but like, when was the last time you did something like that? Like write down all of the things that bring you joy and happiness, even if it seems frivolous or mm-hmm. silly, you know, it's okay to, they're still bringing you joy. I have friends who've bought roller skates during the pandemic. Nice. I have had friends who, um, who have taught themselves a unicycle. I've had friends who are learning Spanish. I mean, they're, the internet is an amazing place if you go to the right places mm-hmm. and it's good for your heart. So make sure it's medicine and not poison that you're looking for online. Um, but, you know, it's all, you, you learn how to do the yo-yo. Joe really wants a yo-yo if anybody wants to hook him up. But like these little silly things that make your heart happy, mm-hmm. that's a lot of light. I, I've found just in general, like gratitude, practicing gratitude, thanking, you know, I thank my wife for the things she does. I thank these two yahoos for things they've done. You know, I, I'll thank anybody, you know, for even just, you know, even mentioning my own pants, you know, um, but it's, 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 it's the little, it really is the little things. I mean, that's what kind of brings me joy is just like, watching um our doves outside that we call um coo coobirds and, and the, the the dumb things they do to scare me and kendra when we go walking around it's just you know, uh, they it's it's just kind of those smaller moments that really yeah. that, that we really remember because in the end that's what connects us to each other that's what builds the relationships and brings exactly. smiles and when you are remembering people that have passed those little things that's what comes up so that's where we're going to end it because that was beautiful, James. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's how we do it. That's how we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And um, everything is going to be okay, you guys. Just remember that okay is not really going to look like we think it's going to. So look for little bits of okay during the day and then we'll get there. It'll be all right. Mm. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.